Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beyond Resilience Life. This is your host, Dr. Lidiana Garcia. I am starting today this special series on how to build resiliency during the whole coronavirus pandemic. This series will be shorter, episodes will not be edited, so there might be some sounds and stuff like that, so just bear with me. It will also have the traditional intro or outro, but in general, for any of you that are new, this podcast is about everything about teaching, not only about how trauma impacts our life, but also how to overcome it and how to move beyond our limitations and our perceived difficulties to build the life that we want. We're currently on season number two and it's all about pregnancy, but in the middle of it, I'm going to be intertwining this episode about how to build resiliency during this pandemic because I think it's so important that this podcast kind of stand up for what it believes. And right now, this is a specific and perfect time to practice this kind of skills. So like I mentioned, this series will be only me, will be shorter episodes, or that's the idea. And for today, what I want to start talking is to talk about accepting what is. So this is how I'm going to start this whole thing. It's, I live in LA, for any of you that doesn't know. So right now we are here and I recorded this on March 17, Tuesday. We're in the midst of the school closures. It's my technically third day with my almost five-year-old in the home, trying to juggle working and trying to also have some stability and some structure. It's been quite difficult to do that and also trying to modify or adjust my kind of service. I'm a psychologist, so I do in-person psychotherapy. So I'm moving it mostly online, especially also because I my son is undergoing a surgery this week. So I'm also trying to keep myself healthy and I'm expecting I'm eight months pregnant. I'm due in May. So I'm expecting second baby. So I'm also trying to stay at home as much as possible. But it's been really, really hard. And like I mentioned today, it's going to be about accepting what is. So what I want to start with is what I mean with that, because you might be like, what do you mean accepting what is like we're in this middle of this pandemic or I mean, as you listen into this, I don't know if you're going through any financial struggles. I know there's a lot of fear about what could happen as many businesses have to close down. The schools have to close down. There's no child care. And then the fear about the elders or if you're in an immunocompromise, <laughs> that word is a long word then population, then you might also be scared in terms of like, if you get the illness, what would it mean for you? So what I actually mean with accepting what is, is that when we are confronted with something that is very like unforeseen circumstances, most of us initially have that internal struggle and we go into a denial. That's one of the most primitive defense mechanism that Mr. Freud mentioned in his whole research. And it's very true. And most of us go into like, no, I'm not going to accept this. And what can I do? And then comes the, the complex of 
being a human and trying to control things and the belief that we can control everything or if you are a survivor of any kind of collective trauma and maybe you have been in a survival mode and you know it can kind of highlight all of that because this is so uncertain and I mean the one of the ultimate risk is death but there's a lot of other risk involved like financial difficulties and Health-wise, if you go to the stores, it feels very surreal not finding food and like basic needs, supplies like toilet paper or even like soap to wash your hands or hand sanitizer. And I know there's a lot of people trying to make their own, but there's not even like alcohol and you know so it's and i'm talking about like um topic alcohol not um alcohol to drink i think there's plenty of that and believe me i've thought of it too like if i cannot find any topical alcohol to just find and i know that's not the term i'm just saying that right now <laughs> but i i just thought of just using some of the vodka to kind of you know if if i have to like disinfect anything um to also consider using it and I know probably I'm crazy and but I met I bet several of you have thought of that as well so when we're confronted again with stuff like that and then we start seeing we go into that mode of what can I do right now what can I do right now but a lot of times that mode is part of a survival response and depending on your style or also in your history or this circumstance that it's very kind of surreal then you might go into the classical fight or flight mode like wanting to do everything and and figuring things out getting the supplies being like reading the news reading every information because there's a lot of like people are not trusting what the government is telling them especially if you're a population that have been abused by politicians or just superiors then there's way more you know trust issues there so so you go into that go-go mode like what can I do how can I buy this how can I fix it how can I prepare for this and then some other people might go into like a freeze mode which is more like completely numbing or feeling kind of like they cannot move and that's very normal um if you have experience, you know, or I mean, it's, it's normal in the terms of your body sensing that there's an imminent threat and you going into that mode to survive. Um, but it's not necessarily something that it's good to be there for a long time because it can actually, in a way, kind of, quote unquote, disable you to act if you need to. So and there's the, also the other people that go into that mode of like trying to run away or maybe plan to leave or have those ideas because that's like the flea response so be besides this besides going into a survival mode and 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 survival response i better should say then there's also this whole aspect that the longer that we're fighting with the idea and the longer that we're fighting this is not happening the longer that we're fighting like i need to do all this and there's things that we need to do and that's why those survival responses are there i believe that it's so important to trust that our bodies were created in a way to help us if we were in actual threat and you know and all that and it's not something to take away 
But what I want to reiterate is how the longer that we fight it to accept this is happening. And I just read something that governor, uh, the governor of California kind of stated that the schools might be closed until the end of the year. And in that moment, as, as soon as I read that, it just brought all these sensations. And I felt like I was like crawling up and it was like, no, no, no. Like I'm on day three and I'm going kind of crazy and I'm going to have a baby. Like he's not going to go back to school. So that means I have to like continue to juggle this. Like, how am I going to do this? And at the same time is the longer that I stay there, like, no, no, this cannot happen then the longer I suffer. And let me repeat there. The longer that you stay in fighting it, the longer you suffer. Because at the end, yes, there are so many theories, you know, conspiracy theories of maybe the government is not telling us the truth of what's going on, or maybe there are some financial agenda or other things besides this but there's also reality that there is an illness that is somewhat new that the scientists don't have that much information or at least that's what we know and that is life-threatening for some people so and that there's also the, the the reality that if you have to close your shop your business for a certain amount of time that could put you in risk of losing your business and also like losing your housing or losing something. So of course, it's going to bring all those kind of things. And I feel you because I'm also in there with you. And at the same time, the more you fight the idea and you keep going into all these scenarios of what could happen, that's actually not helping you to problem solve and really prepare to do because when you are still in a survival mode and sometimes it feels like that heightened or if you go into numbing, that's going to like decrease your not your chances but that's gonna make it longer for you to be able to be regulated and your frontal cortex to come back into integrated and like your brain to come back completely so that you are able to use your full potential of what you know being an adult being a human is about which is about i mean one of the qualities problem solving you know critical thinking planning ahead and all those skills work best when we're regulated. So that's one of the messages that I wanted to say today. The other one is about not um when you are accepting what is, that doesn't mean that you're okay with it. I'm not okay with it. I mean I'd rather not have this. But I just accepted that there is an illness, that it's coming here, that there's more cases, that there are risks out there in terms of like you know, if you touch surfaces, if people are, co are coughing or sneezing around you, and that I'm also pregnant, so there's still so many unknown information about the impact of that. So I just have to accept that that's the reality of what's going on, even though I'm not happy with it, but I just accepted it. And then after that, I feel like a sense of ah, like calmness. I don't know how to explain it because after you accept it, then you kind of have like a little pause and then you can be like, okay, what can I do? How can I access this? How can I prepare? And what can I, what do I need to do? And that comes from a different perspective. There's not that much of an urgency or there is an urgency, but there's not that much of like a 
crazy feeling or feeling like out of the edge. It's more of like, okay, let me problem solve. If there's no supplies here, I can go here, I can go here, I can go here. And not necessarily kind of like completely panic that it numbs me completely, but now I can kind of think clear about what are the next steps. So as I'm ending this episode for this week in terms of how to start this whole process of accepting what I want to leave you with is how we're all in this together how the collective is going through experiencing a lot of uncertainty and if you are a type of person that you have gone through a lot of uncertainty and it has not gone well I feel for you because I also want to recognize how this could be such a huge trigger and at the same time, we're all in this together. We're all being triggered in a different way. Many of us have our parents alive or just know an older person that we're concerned for them. Or like me, there's a lot of pregnant women. This has impacted a lot of my plans for my birth. And it has brought a little bit more like anxiety and urgency of planning ahead. Because if we're going to a lockdown or something else happens and I cannot go out, then I need to get the supplies that I'm going to need. And also I might not be able to get the help that I'm, that I'm, you know, the people that were going to come to help me, they might not be able to fly. So I have to probably do it all, me and my husband, so, or just me. So, and Again, it's not something that makes me feel like, woohoo, I'm so excited. But at the, at the same time, the longer that I fight it, then the longer that I will struggle. By just accepting what is, knowing that we're all in this together can help me kind of be like, okay, what can I do next? What can I do right now? There is a scene in Frozen 2. My, my son has seen it three times already. And I really like the movie, but there's a scene about, I'm going to paraphrase that when you don't know the next step, just do what, I mean, when you don't know what's going to happen, the outcome, just do the right next step. So that's what I'm going to let you go with. And I wish you all the best. Stay safe. And I will do, you know, other short episodes like this to continue the conversation. Until then, bye-bye.